Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the NS9 post game show. I'm your host, Anthony Donardo. With me, we have Neil. Neil, they did it. The Pirates came back today from a 9 nothing deficit and defeated the Cincinnati Reds 13 to 12. I don't think I've had my heart rate heart rate going and for a game like that in a very long time. Really? Yeah. Um I, I ran around my living room when uh Rivas hit the game tie and triple, and then I was pacing the entire bottom of the ninth. <laughs> for a meaningless game. Meal, like, for a meaningless game. <laughs> All I was gonna say, like, because I had no pulse early on. I mean, this just seemed like one of those games where all like I was stuck with this post game show, son of a oh, yeah. And I text Neil and tell him I can't make it, something (laughs) came up, and uh, yeah, like things just turned rather quickly. So, I mean, again, the the Pirates were down nine nothing. The Reds have a rookie pitcher. Let's like we haven't seen this before, right? The Reds have a rookie pitcher who just made the Pirates look silly time and time again. And it just looked one of the games that this the Reds were going to take this away. It is what it is. Hey, the Pirates are playing good baseball. Reds are a decent team. They're explosive. This they got this one. It is what it is. Game over. But that's not what happened. Yeah, no, like I, I, there's definitely one of those games. Where I'm like, oh, I'm just going to have this like on another tab, and I'm just going to be watching college football the entire game. <laughs> like I had zero interest, and then you know we score the first run. You're like, all right, interesting. And then the um, what inning was it? Then the fifth inning, sixth inning comes around, and they score some runs. I'm like, all right. And then then Brian Reynolds hits the home run, and it was off to the races from there. Then I was completely locked in. Yeah, that was a point. So, like you were talking about when they made it nine to three. At that point, you just kind of felt like, well, you know what? At least they found some offense. Like, you know, the one thing I talked a little bit about last year's team, and certainly this year's team, especially now, right, is like they have some fight in them. You know, you don't really see this team quit. Like they're just not that talented, but yeah. you see them like they don't give up. They don't just fall. Hey, it's the ninth inning. We're down nine, nothing. Let's just pack it in and go mm-hmm. most nights. And <laughs> you know, like, so again, seeing those three runs come in, it's like, okay, you know, I mean, they've been playing good ball. You want to see this, you want to see them perform today to help hopefully translate to 2024 and keep this thing going and whatnot. So like, at, at, Hey, at least they didn't give up. They're, they're making it, a nice little effort. And then, as you mentioned, Brian Reynolds comes up with two yeah. men on, hits a three-run shot, and now it's a 9-6 ball game. And it's different. Now it's like, hey, yeah, are they going to do this? On. Yeah. And, and the Reds' bullpen wasn't good, so you always had that little inkling of hope. Like, you, you, you know, something could be made here. You know, and I think, I think the fight is so true. Like, especially since, like, the All-Star break, like, there has been a whole lot of fight. Like we've had some wild up and down games and I don't know who the leaders are in the clubhouse, whether it's a manager thing, whether it's the coaching staff, I'll take my victory laps because it's, if it is the coaching staff, but like there is something locked in where the guys are, you know, there is no, there is a fight and there, there's a constant fight because right. last year's team wouldn't have scored another run. They just would have been like, eh, whatever, we're losing. Mm-hmm. But like, there was actual determination. That is so nice to see. And it kind of comes back to, like, we talked about the Joshua Palacios quotes when he said, like, there was this team meeting and we're going to treat the rest of this like, like the playoffs. You know, like, they really don't have much to actually play for, right? They're not mm-hmm. really playing for the playoffs, even though, as, you know, Reynolds said, they're mm-hmm. not mathematically out of it. <laughs> well, they are now. But with, the, you know, any rate, like, 
I like the mentality of it. You know, like the, mm-hmm. let's, let's create something to play for, if anything. So we're going to treat everything like the, it's a playoff run, and and these are the playoffs. And so, like you mentioned, like the players aren't certainly giving up, and they Not showed yet. it today. I mean, they absolutely showed 100%. it today. They're down nine nothing to a team who is in a yeah. playoff hunt. I mean, you just not only just like the Palacios quotes, but like you get the quotes from Pagero in the quotes from Davis that came out today about like we're not eliminated yet. And that, then we did get eliminated, but like, oh, that's uh, right, it was, it was Davis, not <laughs> but, but like Pagero talking about how like we're, we're going to be a playoff team next year, and you have Andy talking about how they we like f the Cubs up, like. Out of this new batch of players, you know, I think last year it was Will Crow always coming out and saying, like, we're not, a, we don't think we're a bad team, but now we actually have like a group of like young players who are like really locked in and committed. Yeah. And like, not to skew this in the negative because we keep talking to young players, but it really is the vets. And, and again, I guess Revis is a young player and he had a huge day today. I mean, he was a, a big part of this catalyst, right? Of, of turning this team around and being being a, a winning team right now today. I mean, he had five RBIs. You top of the triple, the bases clearing triple he had, which also was because of some pretty bad defense in right field. There's mm-hmm. been really defense in right field this series. <laughs> I mm-hmm. feel like on both ends, luckily the Pirates got some of theirs uh, out the way early, and the, the Reds got theirs here later. So that mm-hmm. us. Yeah, I mean, Ruiz goes three for five with far five RBIs today. But like, it's it's really like what's really setting this team apart right now is the vets who are performing. You know, yeah, Brian it is. still performing, and today. You know, he'd only get one for one for five, but he had to hit Reynolds one for four with the, you know, obviously the three run shot. And that, like, mm. that's what gives me hope for the future. The rookies are struggling. They're going to struggle. I'm still hopeful that they'll turn it around. Right. But like what mm. keeps me locked in and, and hopeful in this team right now is the fact that the vets are performing. You know, when Cabrian Hayes was still like a 70 WRC yeah. plus and you saw Reynolds like regressing, there was a lot of worries. But now, those worries are long gone. Yeah. And Brian Hayes is like MVP level right now. It's like, that's what he's performing at, you know? So mm. that's what's really been gluing this team together and, and keeps you again, like keeping 2024 looking like there's, there's some hope because it's the yeah. vets that are looking really, really good. So two things, and I, I'm not going to turn this into a negative because this is not going to be a negative show, but like the, the fact that like all the rookies collectively accepts Majinski essentially. And I think you can finally mm-hmm. lump Triolo into that or struggling so much is what worries me about the future. Because those are going to be the guys that the future is dependent on. But you're right; the, the veterans are locked in. Um, Hayes is locked in. I mean, Jack Sewinsky's had an incredible September as well. Like you can't put that against him. Um, but I mean, today was a really big effort from the young guys. I think. I mean, Rivas. I'm not even if we're going to call him a young guy, but five RBIs from him. Jared Triolo had a four hit night, and he was looking like Cabrian Hayes at third base tonight. Very uh, so. G1 Bay didn't have a great day defensively, except that double play in the eighth. Eighth of bailout Selby. I think it was the eighth, yeah. But he had three RBIs. Palacios had two hits. Like, ND scored twice. Like, you know, this was a whole collective effort from the entire team. And I think that's what's, ha- what's best about this. Like, you can look at the rookies and you can look at the vets and be like, yeah, this was a whole group effort to win tonight yeah no i mean absolutely I mean, of course if you're scoring 13 runs it probably is a group yeah because <laughs> if it's just a couple people wow what a game by those two <laughs> but but at any rate no i mean you're absolutely correct i mean the, the pitching 
to start out, let's not really talk too much about Falter. It was awful. Yeah. Obviously, that's what led to the nine runs, right? But mm-hmm. Falter gives up eight in the two innings that he pitched. Uh, I mean, they were just – it was a hit factory against him. I mean, he couldn't – nothing he could do. I mean, just hit after hit after hit. Um, he had yeah. nine total hits in those two innings, one strikeout, three home runs. Just didn't look good. And I mean, it set up already again, like it's an eight nothing lead at the second inning. And that's why I was talked about, mm-hmm. like, I had no pulse at that point. I wasn't yeah. nervous. The game is already over. How could I get out of this one? <laughs> oh, I, I pretty much like flips. I, I, I have like, like a frustration. I just close out of MLB TV after the TJ Friel, Friedel um, inside the park home yeah. run. I was like, are right? You, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, I have to talk about this crap. Like, like you said earlier. And then, um, but yeah, no, barely falter was terrible tonight. He, re- um, he really was. So many meatballs. I think like Alex Stump posted something like about his second inning, and all the pitches were in the middle of the zone. There was nothing on the edge. It was, yeah, it was horrible. <laughs> it uh, it is, and like he, you talk about guys who have ceilings. He absolutely has a ceiling. Yes, that's going to cap him from being you know anything more than. What he probably is, and hopefully, you know, at most, at best, it's it's like a number five starter, right? So, and yeah. this is the reasons why. I mean, it's, this is a good hitting team, and he doesn't have a whole lot of talent, doesn't have a lot of stuff in there. Like, he's, I understand the extension, but like, it's still a 92 mile an hour fastball. Um, at any rate, you know, like, not a good start by him. But afterwards, that I mean, the the bullpen had to once again come together and give a lot of innings for this team as we yeah. keep talking time and time again. Uh, they had to go and put you know seven of them together, but hey, Kyle Nicholas comes in, he gives two innings. Mm-hmm. He, he did have an earned run. That was the last run uh, for a while they got here, but an earned run. He lowers his ERA to a twenty-seven, so there's a win. <laughs> he was okay. I don't sure. know. He, he wasn't great. Like it was kind of like he is kind of like reminiscent of the Colin Selby type, or like you just you see the stuff is there. Like I think his fastball is just really nice and is going to play, but it hasn't so far. I think he really still struggles with control. Mm-hmm. Uh, two walks, like he really does not know where the ball is going when it comes out of his glove, out of his hands. And that's that's mm-hmm. pretty much been his mo. Like that's yeah. what's going to also talk about ceilings. Unless he can figure that out and get the control on, you know, under control. Um, like that's going to be his problem. Now it's it's better as a reliever to have than like a starter, right? And if you can get some yeah. small spurts and stuff, but like that's that's going to what. It's going to be to prevent him from being like a real impact player, probably in this bullpen, which mm-hmm. is fine, though. I mean, the fact that he can maybe be a bullpen piece is kind of a win, you know, with him. Yeah, we, we get something out of the Stallings trade. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, I, 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 I don't want to cast anything on a dude who's made two major league appearances right. against two teams who are fighting for their lives. Because the Cubs and the Reds are absolutely fighting for their lives right now, so like I, I don't want to cast like too much. And when the game's eight nothing already, it's kind of hard to judge meaning yeah, if that makes any sense. But yeah, yep. he wasn't great. He's not been great the first two times out. Now, can we get to big best? Yes. yes. Can I ask you something before we actually talk about him? Yes. I I tried lip reading. I didn't really go back to see it. But after his 2.2 innings, eight batters straight, 
did he come out saying big banks back baby is that what he said i didn't even notice that he was saying i was too busy going crazy because he was doing this like it's back (laughs) (laughs) i I saw back i saw back baby that was clear as day to me the lip reading okay I'm pretty sure he said "Big Bang's back, baby," and That's I incredible. lost it. I love Mario <laughs> Moretta. I love Moretta. He needs to be a good pitcher because I love him, and he's going to yeah. make everything for me in his bullpen. Uh, if his uh, if his talent was as big as his like swag as swagger, <laughs> he would be the best pitcher that ever like graced the baseball Absolutely. landscape. <laughs> um, and I just love him. I mean, like the other thing, other thing too, is on the the Rivas uh, triple, mm-hmm. and Palacios was coming in the dugout. Like I think big like Moretta chest bumped him and started yes, like going did. a little bit wilder. Like I love. No, that, that, that was after that was after Triola made that insane play at third base and the inning. Oh. Oh, you know what? You're right. And it was Triola he was doing it too. You're right. Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, and to talk about Moretta, who's been who's been out for like what two months? It feels like. Yeah, it's been a Close very long it. time, and he, the first time he comes back, while the Pirates are clawing back and fighting for survival, he gives you two point two innings out of the bullpen, and the Reds did not touch him. Eight straight outs, three strikeouts. He just, this is the, the nasty Moretta that you see. It's mm-hmm. not always nasty, but man, can he be? <laughs> Look at that rhyme. Oh, no, it was beautiful. Like, <laughs> did you get inspiration from the albums on the wall behind you? <laughs> <laughs> I did. Yeah, okay. It became a naughty, rotten rhymer at that point. Uh, f- future Nas. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> no, Moretta was on point tonight and like he was doing the what the Baraki kind of style thing like him and Baraki are kind of the same pitcher where it's just slider spam yeah but it works and it worked really well tonight um and especially <laughs> one goes the other way <laughs> that that reverse slider was the filthiest thing I've seen in a very long time I couldn't yeah. believe my eyes like when I saw the tweet like on code of like on pitching ninja I'm like oh uh-huh. this is beautiful um but I mean, especially considering our starter went two innings and our bullpen is already so taxed because we only right. employ two starting pitchers. <laughs> um, that probably saves the game in some capacity, in a big way. That was, you didn't think it was. You didn't think it was going to be. Mm-hmm. But that was a huge eight outs that he made. I mean, he absolutely, because you want to talk also about like, uh, Yeah, um, about something uh, that I don't know the word for right now that I'm lost. <laughs> but at any rate, momentum. You want to talk about momentum? Like that yeah. that took all the momentum out. You know, and obviously the Pirates had to score nine runs, which is improbable, but they did, mm-hmm. you know. And like the, the, the momentum was out in Cincinnati. I mean, Moretta just shut them down. Mm-hmm. He looked at pretty much the entire order and shut them all down. And the Pirates came back and made it a game that they eventually won. Like that was a huge spot for Moretta and do what he did. It, it, from the third inning on, like the Reds did not have a base runner until Colin Selby enters the game. And most of that is just Dari Moretta shutting the door. And it was so much fun to watch. Yeah, but, sure. <laughs> um, I have no idea who's going to be available out of the bullpen tomorrow, to be completely honest. Um, because uh, we use what, six pitchers tonight? But man, what yeah. a what a gutsy performance! 
we'll worry about that tomorrow. I'm not yeah. in the post game either to worry about it. So those neither am I worry about it also afterwards. <laughs> but but that's like you said, that's that's part of the problem. And especially like the days that your actual starters can't give you those innings, that's just what makes it even worse for this bullpen. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Falter only going two today. That's not ideal. Uh nope. Thankfully, you know, others were able, like Nicholas being here to give them multiple innings. Murda give some multiple innings, right? They didn't have to like mm. use seven relievers today. But, yeah. you know, that did I, help. I don't but, even, if this is getting one of the extra innings. That would have been an adventure. Oh, God. Thank God it didn't. <laughs> it almost did. No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Inches but, um, away. But, um, I mean, do we want to talk about Jose Hernandez or we just want to skip to the. Just, I just kind of want to skip. I mean, he. He came and made an out, had a walk, strike out, yeah. whatever. You know, he, he finished he just, the inning. He did what he had to do. And then the next at-bat was L.A. Dave Cruz, the next inning. And that's when they put in Colin Selby. And, I mean, you could say why with Colin Selby. As I said before, like, Colin Selby is either really, really good masterclass relief pitcher outing or mm. just really, really bad. Kids, close your eyes. Don't emulate that. And today was the latter. Yeah. He just was awful. He was missing everything. No and control. He wasn't. He was getting hit. No, it was it was not a good inning. And like to be entirely fair to Selby, I feel like he's been used a lot too. But he's kind of like the sacrificial lamb tonight, where it's like, all right, four runs. I can't use Bednar. I can't use Baraki. I probably shouldn't be using Majinski. So I guess I have to go with Colin Selby. It didn't work. <laughs> um raised my uh, Selby raised my blood pressure by a good bit tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, two it, that that was a rough inning. Yeah, it really um, was. And honestly, and, he was getting some calls too. Like he, oh yeah, he, oh, he got a lot of strikes. No, not a lot, but he definitely got a few strikes there. Thanks to the ump. Yeah. As frustrated as I've been with like Andy Rodriguez, sometimes like being able to like field the ball and throw the ball down to get back people out. The framing tonight was pretty good, especially for Selby, who desperately needed every out he could get, every strike he could right. get. Yeah, but let's move on to that. Let's talk about the last pitcher. We get back to the offense because again, the offense is what really, really you yeah. talk about. But like Carmen Jensen does come out, he gets his first save. Um, this, <laughs> like he has pitched well. Yes, I've liked everything I've seen from Carmen Jensen so far. Uh, better not available. Like he gets the opportunity to make the save today and he did capitalize on it now granted you look at the box score you see two hits earned run strikeout g1 bay has no business being in the field in late innings at this point in time in any close game because like i tweet this and like i feel like it's almost like for every time we've talked about josh palacios and every time josh Palacios has won a game by being in the batter's box late in the innings, I feel like G1 Bay has almost tried to throw him away in the field. Bay is like the stupidest baseball player I've ever seen, but he just has the raw tools that like carry him to being somewhat capable because like that, that pop ball, that pop, I forgot who hits it, who hit that. Uh, oh, was it the pop? It was a pop fly in the eighth where he's sprinting right into like the middle of right field. Yeah. And like, he shouldn't be catching that ball. Like that should be Palacios. And almost seems like Palacios backed off. And then he took was he couldn't field the ground ball from Vado because he couldn't, he didn't charge the ball. So it took, and then he also then turns around and has the game saving double play. Oh, right. 
So like, it's like zero baseball IQ, <laughs> like none, like negative baseball IQ, but like his speed allows him to do things that other people simply can't do. It does. Uh, no, I don't want to say remind me because I think the talent and like the other person could still clearly be a better player. But it is funny how we're talking about him. It is kind of in the same light as another second baseman who's on our team with the Rodolfo Castro. Like, you see the talent, <laughs> right? But there's just a lot of errors and a lot of issues. And it's like, if you can get past that, like, if you can coach this person up, he could probably be a better player. And that's, again, with Bay. Again, I'm not telling you they're the same skill set. Obviously not the same skill set. Mm-hmm. but Or the talents even. But, like, he needs coached up. And if he can get coached up and be smarter and like yeah you might have something there but this point in time he is just a complete liability a complete liability especially a second like i'm perfectly okay him him being in center field which he's only played this year more or less and learning in the majors but But i'm saying like he's he's better there than he is like his natural position every time the ball goes to second base with shiwan bay you're in for a wild ride one way or the other (laughs) yes um absolutely you know he uh, he threw away the Yankees game, uh, which was heartbreaking. Um, you know uh, he almost fielded the game away tonight in the ninth and in the eighth. So yeah, but yeah, you probably want to sub in Piguero there. But like Piguero in the Cubs series was also was it last night was also having a rough night, which was the only reason I was semi okay with Alika Williams being anywhere near the team tonight. Because he was right. dreadful, <laughs> but yep. um, but I do like I, I do kind of bring this up because like Majinski's stat line, even though it's like bad, yeah, is affected because of like G1 Bay's play. Like Majinski is a huge, huge at bat with La De La Cruz. It was eleven <laughs> pitches, ends up with a strikeout there. I mean that was huge, yeah, and he got him out, and then of course ends up getting the next out ball game raise yep. it you know but like you look at that it's it's not a clean inning for him but it no. could have been it easily yeah. could have been for him yeah i mean tj friedel gets a hold of a really nice inside pitch like misses zone like that was a really nice hit but vado should have been out then he yeah. gets a nice weed ground ball and then honestly ellie de la cruz is the guy you want up in that reds lineup if you need a strikeout or as weird as it sounds like he has been so bad that like that is yeah. the guy you want up but he he was money and then gets jonathan india to pop out like did not start off well but man he he was nails after that like i think even the broadcast like he was not phased like he gave up two, runners on second and third no out and he was not phased at all yep and that's what you want to see like He's been pitching well, but the mentality is something, you know, especially reliever in that close, closer role, a safe situation. He got the opportunity to do it today and he capitalized on it. So, you know, again, like good for him. Um, and yeah, he, he totally missed his spot there with Friedel, but again, no real damage to Pirates to win. But let's get again, let's get back to this offense. I mean, they collected 16 hits well, today. One more thing, though, because before sure. we finish over, Jared Triolo's defense at third base tonight. <laughs> was incredible (laughs) like guy was snagging balls all over saving so many hits like this game like we probably don't come back from this if jared trail is not out there like diving all over the place in the fourth fifth and sixth innings he was he was great 
on both sides today. On so, both sides. I mean, you really talked about that, right? The four yeah. hits today. Four hits. The defense. Like, what? Okay. Pirates fans are blessed to see Cabrian Hayes play defense at third. When Cabrian Hayes needs to take a day off in DH, right, or just simply take a day off, you get to have a player come in who's still a better defender than like 98% of starting third baseman in like the history of baseball. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that doesn't happen. You know, like what and what he did today was just like it was is amazing. And ever since he's come back up, he hasn't been the oh, I'm Jared Triolo and I slug less than 300. He is killing the ball. <laughs> like, I don't know what he did when he went down to Indianapolis. And it is a small sample size. It's like, I'll temper myself. But man, like, he, he looks like a completely different hitter. He does. And so I talked like a little bit about tonight. And I'm not going to go down this path too deep. I'm not a doctor or whatever. But like, he did have the handmade injury, right? Yeah. And it is known that that does sap power and it takes some time. Yeah. It probably should still be, you know, affecting him today, but he is 25 years old. You know, it's, he hasn't been known for power, right? But he mm-hmm. is 25. He's 6'3, he's 210, 215, whatever it is. Like he, he has a body. He should be able to hit for power, right? But you always knew the defense was really, really good. The offense is limited. I'm not out here to say like he's going to be this type of hitter for his career, right? But like if he can be an average hitter with the defense he has and hopefully the flexibility he has in the position that he can play, we've already mm-hmm. seen it being good enough at second, first, and third. If he can slide in some shortstop, maybe a little bit outfield here or whatever, has some flexibility. Dude's a gamer. Like you can't ask for much more from no. Jared Triel. Now, if he can take it up another notch. Mm-hmm. I don't want to steal Jim's thunder here. We were just talking about this today behind the scenes, whatever. And he, but like he did say something today, was maybe curious. I never thought about this, but like, could he be fighting for the second base position next year? That's yeah. Again, I I never went down that route. Jim brought it up mm-hmm. today, and it's like that's what you're talking about. No one's really taking it. And you mentioned say Karmajinski and Trillo are the really only rookies that have performed. Mm-hmm. I'm I, I have no issues with Jared Trillo. No, no, no. I had some issues with Jared Triolo, like, like you know, because like the bat just wasn't good enough when he was first coming up. But like, he's the one rookie who was really showed the progression you want to see with the bat this year. And I don't think anyone, if you if you if you like ask all the Pirates fans out there, like, which rookie you think would make the best impact with the bat? I don't think there would be a single one who would have said Jared Triolo. <laughs> No, um, no. <laughs> and it's it's I, not I, too much of a slight on him, but there's other players that absolutely should be. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like Henry Davis should be hitting better than Jared Triolo. Um, but Jared Triolo can hit major league sliders, and Henry Davis can't. So here we are. Um, but you know, I agree. Like you, you could. I don't. I just don't know if they like him at second base. I don't think they've ever well, too I, bad because I don't I like mean, any second baseman in second base. I mean that's fair. I mean, but they, they'd rather play him at first base. <laughs> so th- I'm afraid they might use the internal option plug Stop him at first it. next year. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get back to this game. Yeah, um, piss me off. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, uh, 
I don't know if I can even say like man of like MVP of the game for Triolo, but he might be like number two at the very least. Yeah, I think it's easily Rebus. Obviously, yeah. like how he came through and such, but Triolo was a big part. And like as you brought up, it is a big part because of the offense and the defense. Both sides, he he helped out this team. One hundred percent. Um yeah, Triolo's a special guy right now. He he's he's flying high. So I guess Alfonso Rivas next then, because uh, yeah, he's been awful, but man, does he have ice in his veins tonight? That tonight, tr- that triple <laughs> or double? Sorry, that that base is clearing double. Right. I was running around my living room like I was so happy. <laughs> you made it a triple. <laughs> you finished running for him. <laughs> it was a huge hit. And the thing is, like, it shouldn't have cleared the bases. Luckily, there's bad defense there in right field, so it, it helped. But, yeah, that that ties the game right there. Now it's a 9-9 game. Yeah. And uh, he, he started everything off, right? Like, he he got the first – he batted in the first run on, like, some mm-hmm. little, like, dinky little single to left field, went yeah. opposite way. Like, you know, I don't hey, think he's a major – It's still okay. a, a tied game, and they're in extras right now. Yeah, but I, I, I don't think he's a major league baseball player. I think he's pretty awful, but I, I appreciate him. He's going to be like one of those trivia guys. Like, you know, who who who, who helped engineer the Pirates' biggest comeback in franchise history? You know what? <laughs> yeah, I, we didn't really talk about that too much, but like this this was. They've never come back and won being down nine runs, and they do it today. And mm-hmm. Alfonso Rivas was basically the reason that it happened. So, yeah. if there's anything you get out of major league career, at least he will have that. Alfonso Rivas, <laughs> Rivas. But at any rate, huge, huge game for him. And yeah, like credit where credits do, right? Um, I don't really believe in his talent. I hope he's not like the first baseman for the Pirates next year and such. But he was a big part of this game. I would uh, cry. So again, right? Well, he went. Mm-hmm. I can't. Oh, because he's way down there in the, in the order. Yeah, three for five. Five RBIs, the one strikeout. I mean, he's at a seven sixteen OPS at this point in time. Like, that's not really a first baseman. No, uh, I know his his gloves better than most first basemen we've seen for this Pirates tenure of fanhood, okay. right? For most people, yeah, like, that's had for a while. <laughs> this year, it has been good. Um, his is better than most, but it's still skeptical. If we're going down the defensive path today, like, yeah, the trailer made a great play through the ball to him, and like it bounced off his chest so oh. luckily he still made the out <laughs> but like that's what we're talking about like the ball hit first and like you know you catch the bounce and you make the out and yeah it, it bounced off his chest it's an improvement for michael chavis and i guess that's something to celebrate there you go <laughs> but what else hey Palacio has two two and two for six today as well like he's still yep. doing it he's, um, he's a also a guy yes now He's also a guy who's had a monster September. He has. Um, you know, I don't think he didn't have too much of an impact today. Like, you know, only one run, only one RBI, but like he's 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 fighting and clawing his way up to a seven hundred OPS by the end of the year. Right. Uh, yeah. Brian Reynolds. Um I do want to talk about Jack though. All right. Like you we did mention it, Jack. Right? Yeah. He goes two for four today. He did have a strikeout. He did have a walk, but also big hit from him. You know, yeah. Between first and second, 
he also scores that gave him excuse me that gave him the lead did he get the 10 9 lead from him no, I, I think that was I think it was Bay who gave us the lead okay cuz I, I think Maybe it came I, I think it came, oh wait did did it come right after um oh wait no 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 I'm thinking of something else cuz the lead didn't come right after um Rivas's hit did it no, it was yeah, it was Jack. So it was in okay. the uh the top of the eighth. So oh, Reynolds gets okay. hit by a pitch, Cabrine singles, and that's when right, Jack right, got okay. that single. Yeah. So he right, did make okay. it 10-9. But again, like what I want to get back to, like, so right, since September, we talked about how he has looked better and he has the strikeout rate has come down a bit, right? Is that 27.1 coming into the today? Obviously, that would go down even less. Um, but I, I feel like this has happened right when I know you've talked about it, but I was talking about it on Twitter and getting these arguments about balls in play and average mattering, right? Instead of like just sitting up there and taking the strike, like outs aren't yeah. even, right? Getting on first base is even, and this is why it's one of them. Jack Swinsky puts a ball in play, and what happens? A run scores. Yeah. This is why putting the ball in play is a good thing. Yeah. No, and something, if Jack was also like getting like pretty clutch hits during the Cubs series. Like, I feel like he, like maybe not like giving us the lead, but like he was getting those singles. Like I don't think he had a home run in the Cubs series, but he was getting singles and he was getting doubles. Like, yes, like he's not selling out for this nonsense. Three true outcomes approach. Like, <laughs> like we, no one wants him to be Joey Gallo. Like we would rather see him hit 20 home runs a year and get more right. hits more often. <laughs> yeah. Like, so again, like coming into today, doesn't count today's game, but coming in today since September 1st, right? 70 played appearances. He's batting 271, 357, 475, slugging, 114, Witter and trade plus. Like the walk rate has come down a bit. So has the strikeout rate. The average is coming up. Like you're putting balls in play. You're, you're, you're making more scoring opportunities. You're doing better. Yeah. I like this Jack Swinsky. I will take yeah. this Jack Swinsky. I don't need Jack Swinsky to get on base 20% of the time because he walks. Like, mm -hmm. put a ball in play. I'm comfortable having Jack Swinsky only walk 13% of the time and have a 275 batting average. That's that'll play. Yes. Oh, yeah. Like, you, you don't want to like rely solely on batting average, but yes, 100% is more balls in play. Like, you know, like, I would, I want to see him make more contact in the zone. Yes. Like, like all these whiffs of pitches right down the middle is what makes people so frustrated about him. So, yeah, like, this type of Jack Swinsky is much better because, and then. I'm hoping this adjustment sticks. I hope it's not like Josh sure. Bell, where he adjusts his approach like 11 times every year. Like I want, mm -hmm. I, I want this to stick. <laughs> so, and again, once again, in the month of August, right at 18% walk rate, he had four RBIs. Mm -hmm. Already in this month, he has 12. Yep. Like, there's <laughs> there's some correlation there. That's all I'm trying to say. There's some. Maybe maybe Andy Haynes told him to start thinking again. <laughs> And he said, you're right. I'm going to start thinking about not listening to you. Uh, you're, I'm going to go drive down to Altoona with, with, with Cabrian. <laughs> At any rate, anything else you want to discuss here and talk about today? It was certainly um, a fun game. I feel like Brian Reynolds gets a shout out just because he uh, he always just goes under the radar. Like, I, I, I got to like the ninth and like, I forgot that Cabrian, uh, um, that Brian Reynolds had a three run home run. Like that was just almost completely gone from my memory, but he's, he's so consistent. Yeah. 
he's good. Like that's all you can say. He's good. Like, you know, the fielding isn't the best, but man, like I always hear people say like, he doesn't care. And like, you know, he's hitting home runs down. It's not six runs. He's making diving plays in the outfield. Like dude cares. And I don't think anyone needs to question that. Yeah. You know, you'd like him to hit a little better, but ever since I think he's been fully back, like healthy from his back, he has been incredible. Right. Absolutely. You need him to be good, and he's good. Like he's yeah. got the 806 OPS right now. That plays. 100%. Cool, cool, cool. Well, then I guess they uh, wrap up the series tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Donardo, I have up, something Mark? to say. What's I have that? something to say to America. God oh, bless boy. Pirates fans everywhere. If you were one of the ones who stuck around for this game and didn't turn it off, didn't turn to the pick game, didn't turn to like any of your soap operas or Lifetime movies, like I know Donardo wanted to. He, he really wanted to watch his Lifetime movies. God oh, man, bless I, was hop, you. I was ready to hop on the Fortnite. God, God bless you. God bless the Pirates. God bless Pirates fans. God bless America, man. Good night. Good night, Connor. Good night, Connor. So there you have it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, don't think, I don't think anything else needs to be said. <laughs> you know, Doug says we have at least two more hours of stuff to talk we about. We do. We and have that's two, the thing. two I feel like we could. We could. That's, what's, that's what is, to end the show in a sense, like that's what's at least, right? You're looking for positives. That's at least what you have this year for this team right now. Like at least we can talk about good baseball on September 23rd. Mm-hmm. And the Pirates win again. And now this is 16 of the last 21 games that they've won. Yeah, Neil, 16 of the last 21 games, the Pittsburgh Pirates have won. They've been hot and let that know, sink in. My, my biggest complaint has been they've been do, they haven't been doing it against good teams, but like our teams above 500. But I mean, we are actively going through and giving both the Cubs and the Reds playoff worries. Yeah. And, and I think I said it before, but if we sweep the Reds, we need to lay over and die in that Marlins series. We need to lose all those games. <laughs> um, I do not want to see the Reds in the playoffs. I will happily sac- I will happily sacrifice three wins to make sure the, the Reds lo- miss. We differ there, but <laughs> if that's what I have to settle with, I'll settle for that, I guess. But I want them to win all the games. Still. I mean, I don't I, care I, I enough wa- that. Yeah. No, listen, I want them to win all the games too, but if, if we can do anything to make sure that the Reds or the Cubs don't make the playoffs, I'm a happy man because ultimately 77 wins isn't that much different from 75 wins at the end of the day. You know what I mean? <laughs> it is for someone who's in the NS9 contest and has 77 oh, wins. Well, I'm already toast. I, I, I guess 73 and they broke that tonight. So, <laughs> yeah. And you know, I don't, uh, I haven't even looked at that actually lately. I'm not even sure. I should tweet that out tomorrow. Oh, I, I, I looked it up like I, I, I looked it up last week because I forgot what my prediction was. I'm like, oh man, I'm not getting a jersey. <laughs> First they don't pay me, now they won't give me a jersey. <laughs> um, so just put out there, yeah. There's, there's certainly. Hey, Doug, Doug picked 79, by the way. So we do have three. <laughs> Doug's people probably who the only one who picked 79. There's four people who picked 77. Two who picked 76. A lot picked 75. Hey. They, my prediction was 72. They've conquered that. Yeah, it's a 73. So, yeah, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll happily be wrong. Um, 
all I can think of is like, man, if only we didn't play like the 2020 Pirates for three months. Like that, that's the that, that, like I've been I've I've been trying to enjoy this as much as possible, but that's been like the one prevailing thought in my mind. Where it's like, what could have been? <laughs> yeah, but it's true though. It is it is kind of true. But oh, at any rate, what a great it is night. what it is. They have seventy four wins right now. Yeah, game of the season. They're playing after seeing what like this June and July and May mm. even was like. They're playing good ball. Can't ask yeah. for much more right now. Game of the season, you say. Maybe. I probably not. I feel like there has to be something else because there's not too much riding on this. At least like in April, there was hopes and dreams. And I, I guess we'll have three contenders. Um, opening day at, in PNC Park, this game and the the Drew Maggi game. <laughs> Anything about the Drew Maggi game. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Just for suggesting it, we're out of here. Okay. <laughs> Hey, you all, thank you for watching. I know we try to provide the most entertaining content that we can, uh, and we'd love to spread it to as many people as possible. So uh, I know it doesn't seem like a lot, but if you could take the five seconds to like this video and subscribe to the page, it helps out so much more than you know. Thank you, and let's go Bucks.